is Garrison Harney with your Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023. Public houses or pubs are not just places to drink beer, wine, cider, or even something a little stronger. It is also a unique social center, very often the focus of community life in villages, towns, and cities throughout the length and breadth of the world. We here at CrossPolitik hope to emulate that for you and yours. That's why you should grab yourself a pub membership at FightLaughFeast.com. We need you on this ride with us, so pull up a chair, grab a pint, and join us on this ride at FightLaughFeast.com. That's FightLaughFeast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we start today's news brief with a new broken record to announce. As a trans swimmer breaks New Jersey college record after switching from men's team to women's. Yes, yes, Leah Thomas 2.0, mediocre men striking again. A transgender swimmer at Ramapo College of New Jersey broke a women's school record over the weekend after competing for the men's team for three years. Megan Cortez Fields won first place and broke a school record in the 100-yard butterfly with a time of 57.22 at the Cougar Splash Invitational, a two-day meet between six schools in dallas pennsylvania he note that fox news used she he also came in first place in the 200 yard individual medley and earned second place in the 200 yard butterfly the ramapo swim team congratulated cortez fields on instagram for breaking the school record but deleted the post after former ncaa swimmer riley Gaines drew attention to meet results on x quote Those who choose to remain blind to the injustice of allowing mediocre male athletes to become record-breaking female athletes are either incompetent or misogynists. There is no in-between anymore, Gaines, an ambassador for the Independent Women's Forum, told Fox News. Women are being asked to smile and step aside and allow these men onto our teams, all the while stripping us of opportunities, privacy, and safety, end quote. A Ramapo spokesperson told Fox News the school supports all of their student-athletes. The original post of Megan's achievement was deleted by a peer who wanted to protect their teammate from insulting comments on the post, the spokesperson continued. The college continues to post team and individual student-athlete achievements for all programs on our athletics website, end quote. Cortez Field swam on Ramapo's men's team for three years before moving to the women's team this season as a senior. Last year, he told the Ramapo news he admired leah thomas the trans university of pennsylvania swimmer who won an ncaa championship in 2022 over riley Gaines, by the way some hailed thomas for his bravery while others like Gaines, accused him of robbing biological females of opportunities to compete and win cortez fields has won at least one heat in three of the four women's meets so far this year And on to some more trans news. Trans athlete who seriously injured a female player quits team after opponents refuse to play against him. A male-born transgender athlete has quit a British soccer team when faced with opposing teams refusing to play against his team after he broke an opponent's knee during a match. But even after quitting, the trans player is threatening to sue. Opponents had refused to play against Francesca Needham, age 30, after he broke a female player's knee as she tried to block his shot. 
Many claimed they were terrified to face Needham on the field, according to the Daily Mail, and I'll just say he looks like an ogre. Needham ultimately resigned from the Rosington Maine ladies team in Doncaster, South Yorkshire, saying he did so for the good of the team after many opponents refused to play them, but he was not happy to fade off into the sunset. In a statement to the team's Facebook page, Needham decried the fact that he faced challenges from teams unwilling to play against us while I'm on the field, end quote. He went on to warn about legal action, saying, quote, this unfortunate circumstance has prompted me to investigate pursuing a case of discrimination, as I believe it represents a breach of a code of conduct regarding diversity and inclusion, as well as safeguarding of adults in football established by both the Football Association and the Sheffield and Hollamshire Women and Girls League, he wrote. It was obvious the manager told the mail, unfortunately, the FA allowed it to happen, but didn't let anyone know. He's quite a big, strong player. People have refused to play because they are worried about the safety of the players. My players were backing out of challenges as psychologically it's quite a big thing when you are playing against a biological man. It's quite scary. They were terrified. That was the coach of the opposing team. Another league manager said that he has teenagers on his team and parents were not happy over Needham's inclusion. Moving on, bombshell report J6 footage shows Capitol Police officers firing rubber bullets at peaceful protesters. In what could possibly be a major revelation related to the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol building, a recent report suggests that Capitol Police fired rubber bullets into peaceful crowd of Trump supporters during the incident. If true, this development raises serious questions about the potential role of law enforcement in the escalation of violence on that day. Human Events published a report detailing an interview between conservative commentator Jack Posobiec and conservative activist Raheem Kassam, who were both present near the Capitol building on January 6, 2021. The report claimed that new footage released by House Speaker Mike Johnson shows that Capitol Police, at least in one instance, opened fire on a crowd of peaceful protesters. The footage revealed that Capitol Police fired rubber bullets and other projectiles into nonviolent crowd that was protesting outside of the building, inciting chaos and confusion. Jack Posobiec and Raheem Kassam were reporting on the grounds in Washington, D.C. that day, walking towards the Capitol when they heard flashbangs go off at around 1.10 p.m. Eastern Time, right around the time President Donald Trump's speech was ending. Posobiec hosted Kassam on his show, Human Events, Monday to recount the events and timeline of the day. From their perspective now, these new revelations have finally come to light. Raheem recalled hearing a bang for the first time and initially thought it sounded like pallets falling off of the back of a truck before quickly getting a better view from a rooftop of the scuffle unfolding. Now, obviously, with all of the excess footage that has been released, thanks to, well, thanks to Matt Gates, quite frankly, but also credit to Speaker Mike Johnson uh, for getting it done, uh, you know, we've now seen so many more angles, so much more footage of who actually started and provoked the violence that day. And unfortunately, it was the police. There can be no doubt about that. But their police indiscriminately fired um you know, whatever you want to call it, flashbangs, non-lethal munitions, into a crowd that was otherwise just, just milling around, just standing around, was not making an active effort to attempt to get into the building, was not making an active effort to, to, to assail any cops themselves. And the police, for whatever reason, and whoever gave the order, decided that, right, we're going to fire into this crowd. And it was at that point that you can actually understand the crowd started to push back and things spilled out from there. 
The footage showed law enforcement firing non-lethal rounds into a crowd that was protesting outside the Capitol building, which incited the chaos and confusion. Last week, Speaker Johnson announced the release of all the January 6th footage, explaining that it would allow people to see for themselves what happened that day, rather than having to rely on the interpretations of a small group of government officials. A thinly veiled dig at Democratic House Select Committee that was formed shortly after the incident. If Kassam's claims are true and it is verified by further investigation, it would further wreck the narrative spun by Democrats and others on the left about the matter. It would mean that law enforcement is, at least in part, responsible for the violence that occurred at the Capitol building. And now this, Truth Social files massive defamation lawsuit against 20 leftist media outlets. Trump-owned social media company Truth Social filed a defamation lawsuit on Monday against 20 leftist media outlets and two social media companies for defamation. Plaintiff Trump Media and Technology Group Corp. sued the following outlets, The Guardian, Hollywood Reporter, The Miami Herald, Reuters, Rolling Stone, The Hill, The Suit. It, it does go on, but the suit alleges an unprecedented and seemingly coordinated media campaign by no less than 20 major media outlets to attack Trump Media and technology group TMTG and its social media platform Truth Social by falsely reporting that TMTG had lost $73 million. The suit claimed the number was an utter fabrication and that each defendant in apparent coordination published the number almost in unison. The suit claims that the outlet sourced an SEC filing, but that $73 million loss amount is not contained in the cited filing. Truth Social alleges that this was a coordinated effort to damage its reputation and hinder an anticipated merger. The suit contends all defendants ran nearly identical headlines that reported some variation of Trump's Truth Social having lost $73 million. The suit states that false reports deeply harmed Truth Social as it had affected of eroding faith in companies' operations and management. It also adds that it made it more difficult for the company to raise additional funds ahead of its anticipated merger, which is currently pending with the SEC. Rumble CEO Chris Pavlovsky said, Truth Social just filed an unprecedented defamation lawsuit incorporating 20 media companies. The tide is finally turning. Corporate media and activists are going to feel the heat, end quote. Meanwhile, Elon Musk has initiated a thermonuclear lawsuit against the George Soros-backed Media Matters for America. In a statement attached to a post on X, Musk said, quote, This week, Media Matters for America posted a story that completely misrepresented the real user experience on X in another attempt to undermine freedom of speech and mislead advertisers, end quote. And that is your news for today. This has been your Cross-Politic Daily News Brief. If you like the show, go ahead and hit that share button for me down below. Also, if you could leave a five-star review, that would be very helpful. If you'd like to sign up for a pub membership, a magazine subscription, or tickets to next year's conference, head on over to FightLapFeast.com. And as always, if you want to send me a news story, if you want to ask about our conference next year, or if you want to become a corporate partner of CrossPolitik, email me at Garrison at FightLapFeast.com. For CrossPolitik News, I'm Garrison Hardy. Have a great rest of your day, and Lord bless.